In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. My dear Canon, my dear seminarians, my dear brethren. At Mass and Holy, sorry, Ash Wednesday, Holy Mother Church chose scriptural texts to assist us with beginning this holy season of Lent with the proper dispositions concerning the Lenten practices that we should undertake, namely prayer, almsgiving, and fasting. These were the classical Old Testament ways of doing penance. Today we have another reading in the Holy Mass from the prophet Isaiah, which contains similar advice. You may remember, I'm sure, that Isaiah is one of the most important of the Old Testament prophets who proclaimed the forthcoming Messiah, and thus he plays a noteworthy role in the liturgy of Advent leading up to Christmas. Isaiah confidently proclaimed in his prophecies that the Lord shall come to save the nations, promising salvation to all. Of course, we have to heed God's call. In today's epistle, the Lord, speaking to Isaiah, chastises the people of Israel for their wickedness, which was apparently great. God said to Isaiah, Cry, cease not, lift up your voice like a trumpet, and show my people their wicked doings, and the house of Jacob their sins. This reminded me of my one and only short pilgrimage many years ago. We were awakened early in the morning to loud music coming from megaphones which were relaying the William Tell Overture by Rossini. While this wake-up call may not have been initially pleasant, it had the desired effect of preparing the pilgrims for the long march ahead that day. Lent is a similar wake-up call to arouse us from our spiritual sleepiness to give up our sinful lives, to put us on track, to walk in the path leading to eternal life. At first glance, it appears that God was not pleased with the fasting and spiritual exercises of the Israelites. They were complaining that God was ignoring their efforts. Why have we fasted, they said. We humbled our souls. And thou hast not taken notice. God was not displeased with fasting as such, but with the behavior of the Israelites. They were fasting, but at the same time, they were demanding that their debtors paid what they owned them. The Lord said, Behold, you fast for debates and strife, and fast with the fist wickedly. Do not fast as you have done until this day, the Lord said, to make your cry to be heard on heaven. God wanted them to fast and to be purified, but nevertheless, they continued to pursue their own lives in the same old manner. They lacked the necessary purity of intention. God was actually patient with them and wanted them to fast with the correct dispositions said to them, Is not this rather the fast that I have chosen? Loose the bands of wickedness, undo the bundles that oppress, 
Let them that are broken go free and break asunder every burden. The point to fasting, prayer and almsgiving in Lent is to bring us closer to God and to increase charity in our hearts and to practice charity to our neighbour. What is the point of fasting if we are not willing to be open to God's grace to transform our lives in Christ? He must increase and I must decrease, says St. John the Baptist. Our Lord spoke about the same matter in today's Holy Gospel and he addressed the central issue of selfishness and pride which are obstacles blocking growth in our spiritual lives. There are times when we allow these things to cloud our judgment or we allow ourselves to be led by them and to, and to practice perhaps good spiritual exercises but with the wrong internal and external dispositions. Are we full of our own pride when we carry out our Lenten observances to the extent that we want others to know how wonderful we think we are in doing what we are doing? As I said, our Lord wants us to pray, to fast, to do acts of kindness, but not at the expense of charity or with the desire to be seen by men and to seek a false earthly reward instead of a heavenly one. As our Lord himself said, take heed that you do not your justice before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you shall not have a reward of your Father who is in heaven. Therefore, when thou dost an alms deed, sound not a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be honored by men. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when thou dost arms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doth, that thy arms may be in secret, and thy Father in heaven, who seeth in secret, will repay thee. I should point out also that our Lord is stressing intentions, the intentions we have for doing good deeds and certain deeds. We are also to avoid mere formalism in our actions, as well as doing things for less than worthy motives. The same, incidentally, could be applied to the liturgy. The liturgy, of course, is very important in Lent and Easter, of course. External ritual is important, but if it has no soul, if it is not chiefly interior, then to quote Pope Pius XII, it clearly amounts to a mere formalism without meaning and without content. That's from Mediato Day, if you want to look it up. Therefore, we are not prohibited from external actions of goodness. We are saved by good works as well as by faith. In any case, if we were forbidden from external actions, then how could we do anything, composed as we are of body and soul, inhabiting universe of matter as well as spirit. In a prayer from the Roman Missal, the church prays on the matter of fasting that God gives us an interior effect to our outward observance. That's the prayer. That God will give interior effect to our outward observance. That's in the secret prayer from Thursday 
after the second week of Lent. It's a very good prayer indeed. My dear brethren, persevere with your Lenten observances which we have begun, as you have begun, but do so with the right intentions, open to the grace of God, to die to self, to live for Christ. Then, as the prophet Isaiah relates, thy light shall break forth as the morning, and thy health shall speedily arise, and thy justice shall go before thy face, and the glory of the Lord shall gather thee up. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall hear. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. Let us seek the face of the Lord and his kingdom during this blessed time of Lent. Be ye therefore perfect, as also your heavenly Father is perfect. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.